Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Welcome to episode six of Dying for Life. My name is Neve, and today I'm chatting to Olivia Murphy of Melrose Melts. Olivia started her wax melt business just after the pandemic hit. After losing her job and having to put down the makeup brushes for a while, Olivia needed a creative outlet. We talk about the unexpected anxiety showing up, juggling a side hustle while still holding down a nine to five, and the goal of making that side business a full-time reality. Welcome to Dying for Life. Start living. Hi Olivia, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks Melanie for having me on, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you and um, for you to share your story yeah. about Melrose Melts and how it was born. Um, so first of all, for anyone who doesn't know you, do you want to just give a little bit of a background yeah, into you? of course. Um, also maybe take us through your career background and what happened over the last two years and how it came about. Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Olivia. I'm the owner of Melrose Melts. We specialise in soy wax melts and we're hopefully going to develop into candles now very soon. So yeah, it started back in 2018 as a hobby. I went straight into beauty therapy and makeup after school. So when I was doing my leave insert, I suppose everyone has their path that they kind of, you know, a lot of people don't know, but some people do know what they want. So a lot of my friends kind of had their paths like paved, I suppose, for them and like they knew what they wanted. I just had makeup in my head. It was from day dot. That's all I was interested in. And I said, right, I'll go for it. So as you do your CAO and everything else, um, my mom, my parents and my, my mom, my dad both seen um, business on it. And they were like, oh, brilliant. Like, that's great. You know, go for it. Whereas in my ha- head, I knew that was not going to be for me. And I just went and done beauty therapy for two years and absolutely adored adored it and then went into makeup then for another year afterwards so went straight into makeup that was I probably should have done it from day dot but it was great having the the background I suppose and it made it so much easier for me but yeah so when I went I started um, in working in a Irish business an Irish brand and adored it got all my kind of counter experience there and went into freelance so when I was doing freelance then I was approached by the college I trained in to start um, maybe coming into a I suppose, train as a tutor there. And for four and a half years, yeah, I worked as a tutor in a college. So it was probably a lifelong goal for me to get to that point. I knew it would probably be in the far future. I could Mm. maybe look at that. But at 22 years of age, being asked, you know, to get into... That's so young. So young. And I suppose it's it's teaching a course as well that I was taught the same, you know, that, you know, so that was such a big thing for me. And yeah, I suppose when you kind of get to that point where you're working for yourself, I was working obviously full-time teaching, but then working for myself... I yeah. didn't have any time for myself at all. Like, you know, it kind of just took over. But I suppose I loved that mm. hectic life. I was just so used to the chaos, living off coffee and, you know, the usual makeup artist, hairstylist, whatever diet. Yeah. Um, got on the go nonstop. So then you get to that point when you're kind of, I was probably around 27. I call it my quarter life crisis. <laughs> I uh, love that. Yeah, the quarter life crisis. And me and my friends always talk about it. You got to that age and I just felt like... I had reached all those goals that I'd set myself so very young and I kind of just decided what I wanted when I was 18 is not what I want now. I want the house. I want to be able to, you know, travel and do all that. Um, 
so yeah, I suppose it kind of put an awful lot into perspective for me. And I kind of had to take a step back and have a look and rethink my options. Like, what can I do here? I will always love makeup. It will always be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that creative outlet and just that kind of mindfulness I got from it. But I just knew to go forward into the future. It's so hard to get a, a mortgage, I suppose. You know, the Irish culture, getting a mortgage. But it's so hard to get a mortgage when you're self-employed. It's just so much harder. Yeah. Um, so I, I started working in an office. Um, I just wanted to get more experience in that. Have the Monday to Friday wage coming in and do my makeup on the weekends. So that was probably brought me to 2019. And so that gave you that balance of yeah. kind of still having that creative outlet in your makeup Absolutely. and then also having a nine to five to be able to maybe exactly just get not the mortgage and stuff like that. Yeah. Take the stress out of it, I suppose, of like worrying about when my next wage is going to come in. You know, I suppose yeah. working for yourself, you'll work harder than you ever have before in your life. And I suppose I just probably nearly wanted a break just to see what it was like, you know, and I knew if it wasn't for me, I can always go back for it or go back to it. And you and were kind of working for yourself from like yeah. such a young age, I suppose. So, yeah, that's it. So you I just hadn't really even experienced yeah. the nine to five as such. Exactly. I never got that concept. I just was like, what's that? Mm. Um, so when I started it, yeah, it was it was um, it was a big, I suppose, shock to to my system and it brought up an awful lot that I didn't realize you know how Mm -hmm. much I relied on that mindfulness and that headspace I got from makeup and teaching um so yeah it was a big shock and I suppose that put more even more into perspective about starting to look after myself you know maybe I was running from it for a very long time and not realized and what exactly because we have spoken um a little bit about this the other day so it was anxiety that showed up for you but you were unaware of it I suppose until you actually took a step back and slowed down of course so how did it start to show up before you were aware that it was anxiety and before I suppose when I fully went I'd kind of go so teaching would have been from September till May so then the summers I would have been completely full-time working for myself and so I suppose when I started I actually started renting in a salon and it was so busy I was doing 14 hour days barely getting a, a lunch break and that was just my own self just constantly chasing mm-hmm. you know to make sure I had the business in and going home at night not wanting to speak to family not wanting to speak to friends not wanting to see anybody and then not being able to sleep I kind of experienced sleep apnea so I would fall asleep and then jump and my heart would be racing wow and I just knew right your body and I just like I wouldn't get sleep that night and I knew I had to be up at 6am your the body next. was trying to tell yeah, you something absolutely just to slow down and stop so and it was kind of a few months of that, obviously the summer, the eight weeks of that, you kind of realise like, wow, OK, now, you know, and then I was starting to get um, kind of a, a tightness in my throat. Now, I kind of had that from a young age, but never kind of put it down to anxiety. Yeah. Um, I, you know, people that would know me would kind of, I'd say I'm very, out, you know, outgoing and friendly. I'm not like, you know, one to shy. I'm not shy, but um, it kind of made me isolate myself a little bit because I didn't when I started to accept it, I didn't know that this person, this person was not me. I was always talking to a client, chatting away, not a bother. But then when I stopped, I realised like my heart's racing now. For what What is this? And, and that's so interesting because the way you say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like a really friendly, chatty, yeah. outgoing person. You think that anxiety yeah. doesn't happen. To yeah, I think it's so easy to assume that. Yeah. And I think the more you kind of like, I would love, I love podcasts. I love listening to them and I love people sharing their stories. So when I kind of listen to people that would be talking about their experience, um, that kind of made me realise and stop and think like, you know, it's OK to accept that you're not feeling OK right now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not it doesn't mean that, you know it's not someone else is more important or going through something more important than you are. You're allowed to accept that in yourself. And once I kind of allowed myself to accept that, 
that's when it started to kind of, you know, my mom kind of noticed the big change in me, I suppose. Um, the end of 2019 um, and then the start of January 2020 and just said, you know, would you like to go speak to someone? So that's when I took the plunge and went to it. So it was your mom initially who kind of yeah, she helped noticed, you and yeah. nudged you along the way Definitely. to maybe go and talk to somebody. Definitely. I think I'm very much an overthinker, which I know a lot of people are and catastrophizer as well. A catastrophe, like I could think of the worst possible outcome and like believe it. Like, you know, I, I'd nearly talk myself into believing it. And I would get myself into just serious states, just crying over things that just weren't real. Mm. And she just said, you know, maybe we should, you know, would you like to? And I said, absolutely. I really think I have to because I just don't know yeah. this side of me. You know, I've only accepted it, but like I never knew this side of me. And that is anxiety that people yeah. sometimes don't realise is that yeah. you are just making up this yeah. scenario in your head and, yeah. and believing it. And um, I think I said it on another podcast before, I think it was with um, Mark and it was basically you make up this scenario in your head, you believe yeah. it and you've already answered how maybe the person was going to respond yeah. to you. Yeah. And you've you've just fabricated this Completely. thing that you're getting anxious about and it hasn't even happened. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. And um, so when I suppose when I finally went to see a counsellor, like there was things that happened in my past that I didn't even know affected me that came out. In the future. Yeah. yeah. I could walk in there nearly on top of the world, you know, not a bother, but then two minutes later I'd be crying because I was like oh my god I'm finally allowing myself to accept this yeah and that's something that we briefly spoke about as well because I see a therapist on a monthly basis and sometimes I'll be like I don't even know what I'm going in to talk to yeah. her about like this yeah. time I'll go in and she'll be like how are you and I'm like I'm grand and then I end up talking about yeah. like some some childhood trauma absolutely <laughs> you know? that's it um so we are constantly evolving and constantly working on ourselves um so tell me then your idea was born in the therapist room. Yes, that was the first time Melrose Melts was spoken into existence. So at that point, yeah, I was, um, I suppose it was the start of 2020. And I suppose before this, you know, this COVID thing was all ahead of us. Um, I was still at that point, like lost. I was just like, you know, I was, you know, did I make the right choice? Did, should I have stayed in makeup? Should so I you gave up makeup completely yeah. and stuck with just nine to five. But yeah, I stuck to the nine to five. And um, I was kind of just doing the odd client here and there just on the weekends when I wanted to. But then some weekends I'd want for myself as well. Like, you know, you're still human and uh, you still want to see your family and friends. Um, and they said, well, you know, makeup was a big part. It was obviously, you know, I went into that, you know, that's my headspace. That's my where I completely lose myself in it. Like I absolutely adore it. And they said, well, what, do you have any other hobbies? Like, do you like to go out walking? Do you like, you know, whatever? And I just said, I actually started making wax melts. And they kind of looked at me like, what? And I just explained, like I said it to my sister in 2018, I'd love to do a candle course. And she's just got this such, I don't know, I'd love this about her. She'll hear someone say something once and she'll remember it. And she bought me a wax making like a candle kit for my birthday. And I just thought that was so thoughtful because um, I just said it in passing like that'd be a cool little workshop to do together. And That's lovely. So yeah. she was like pushing, nearly pushing Completely, you to. Yeah. So she bought like she has such a business brain on her. Like from mm. 17, she was she had her own little online clothes company and everything at 17. Like That's she's so just cool. so cool. So, um, yeah, she bought me the wax kit and it just that gave me the same feeling I had doing makeup. It gave me that complete peace. And that calm. And that's what I craved, I think. And yeah, I spoke into existence in his room and I just said, listen, 
yeah, I'm making wax melts. And they said, oh, I, I light a candle for everyone that comes in. When I see them every day, there's a candle lit. So by the end of the day, I have a few candles lit for everyone that's been in. I'd love to try them. And I said, OK. So I went home, made them, brought them in. Now, at this point, they were still in the little plastic clamshells, like your traditional wax melts and like a little tiny sticker on them. Like, and I just gave them in a bag and I was like, oh, let me know what you think. And so were yeah. you, was this still, this was still a hobby at this point? Still a hobby. You had not thought about it as a business No, at all. not at all. It was just hands them to friends and neighbours and mm. like, you know, anyone that was like, oh, let me try them. And then like in my, in my new job, the office job, I was handing them out left, right and centre and they were like, these are really good, Olivia. Like, you know, now I would rarely celebrate anything or accept that as like, oh, they actually are good. Like, I'll just be like, no, they're not. No, they're not. I won't <laughs> allow myself to believe it. And um, yeah, so then it spoke into existence in that room and they said, oh, why don't you just go for it? And it was the people closest to me telling me to go for it. Like, we'll support you. We'll help you. And when I just decided to go for it, it took off. So we actually didn't launch until October 2020. But I was kind of putting the feelers out there on social media, just sharing like, you know, little videos of my on my own personal page. And my sister said, you need a separate Instagram. So she took the reins on that and set it up for me and was posting things that I didn't even realize she was putting up. And then, yeah, we launched on October 7th, 2020, and it sold out in three hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And yeah, because I, it was around then, I think, that I discovered you as well. Or maybe yeah. was it like November, maybe a month after yeah. when I was looking for teacher presents and yes. I came across the boxes. Yeah. And now, like, seriously, I've, I'm not even like blowing smoke up your ass now for the brand but I actually have a big box at home oh, full of them like every so every cent. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, so yeah it exploded for you then and yeah. take me maybe from then up to now I suppose. Yeah so like looking back it's mad like I love making little reels and stuff to look back because you just forget so like we launched on the 7th it sold out within three hours I'm sitting there my sister has a photo of me sitting it's my mom my dad and my sister at the table we had a stack high melt like I'm on one table just all these bars and we were just packing orders as they came in and they were gone and I was like who moved the melts and my mom's like they're gone and I was like no they're not like this took us weeks to build up to that amount and so then yeah so then flash forward six weeks later my house was a factory I'd say my family wanted to kick me out they were like get out they were everywhere there was boxes <laughs> orders like we're, they were just took over the house and we're coming up to Christmas so I kind of sat my mom and dad down and I said like would there be a chance I could renovate maybe the shed you know I was like I don't think we're at that stage we can go and get a premises so and they said yeah I think that's a really good idea so my poor dad lost his shed but we renovated it Aww. and turned it into our little workshop. So. It's lovely that they w- they wanted to do that for you as yeah. well. Yeah, it was, see you succeed. it was so nice. Like, I really thought they were going to be like, no, stop that. Like, don't be silly. But, but I love even looking back on your reels. Yeah. Your mom. Oh, my yeah, God. Like, it's Such actually cutie. the most wholesome thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, she loves it. And she's so funny. Like, if you met Pam, like, she's just gas. But it, Melrose Melts would not function without her. It's as simple as, like, she got so interested in it. But I think she loves the headspace as well. Um, she lost her not lost her job she actually left her job and decided you know I'm, I'm ready to leave my job now and I can want to kind of start start that next stage of her life so um, but now she has Melrose she's like geez I'll never be idle like you know so mm-hmm. um, it's great but yeah no I, I wouldn't function without her like while I'm in work Monday to Friday she's doing the making she's doing everything at home so it's, it is half me as it is her like yeah. you know she's just like no I don't don't sign my name on that like it's fine like you know but I want her to be a part of it and yeah because it wouldn't it fully would not work without her. Yeah, and that's the support that we need, I think, as entrepreneurs initially, is our family and friends around us. So important. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you had said to me originally that you are now in a nine, still in a nine to five yeah. office and doing this on the on the side as a side yeah. hustle. Um, talk to me about that. So yeah. is this a new office job? This is a new office job. Yeah. yeah. So when I lost my job, um, when that's when I started uh, Melrose was yeah. in twenty twenty. So the start of twenty twenty. So you were let go from the the nine to five. Yeah, the original one. I the, original yeah, the original nine yeah. to five. And that's when I worked up until that's when the pandemic hit in the March got let go and then I worked up until probably the September so just before we launched Melrose Melts I got a new job and I said right I can't not take it I mean it's so hard to find the work so it was a remote role which was brilliant I could work at home so it was great you know my mom was down the shed doing all the bits but if she needed anything I could run down quickly and help her so it was brilliant being home and then um, a new job came up then in July just gone and I took it I just said right okay get back out into the office world again and everyone's like, you're mad, like you're working from home. Like, and I, I think it's it's easier said than done when you're working from home. That can be very isolating along with having your own business. That's yeah. quite isolating as well. So, yeah, completely just stopped seeing people. Like, you know, I suppose mm. everyone's going to, I think there's just going to be so many more knock on effects of working from home and stuff. Like, Because I just was in that mindset. If I don't need to leave my house, I, d- I won't. Like, I can work from home. I can, you know, do it all from home. But... I need human interaction. I really do. So, um, yeah, I started a new job and I absolutely love it. Um, and they're very supportive of Melrose Melts. Like I just I didn't want to hide it um, mm-hmm. and they all buy them and they use them. So, yeah, they're they're nice. as well. It's nice to, that they, they know about it. I'm not hiding anything. Yeah. And that's amazing because when we spoke, yeah. I was kind of like, well, is it still a hobby business or do they know that yeah. this is the end goal? Yeah. And you said to me, no, they actually know yeah. that. Yeah. This is the end goal, which is very rare to find, I yeah. think, in especially in a nine to five office Definitely. role. Um, so it's great that they're so supportive. So supportive. I, I, I am very, very lucky. Um, yeah. And yeah, that, that they know that this is hopefully very soon going to be the end goal. Um, yeah. So Yeah, yeah because um, I suppose my advice to anyone starting up would be to obviously keep going with what you have yeah. and then do it as a hobby business and you know work your ass off on the weekends yeah. or in your free time that's or it. you know and that's your life right now yeah absolutely. but um when do you feel will be the right time for you to move yeah. over full time like how, how how do you know I, I, that's the thing it's like how do you know like I, I this is always resonates with me as well I always think back like everything always seems so impossible until it's done and that's a huge kind of like thing I've learned this year Things that like, you know, as simple as like buying the ingredients labels, they're specialist labels we need to put on the melts just to make sure that all the classification and all that nitty gritty stuff is done. So you need a specialist to do that. Even just ordering them, I was so overwhelmed and I looked at my boyfriend, I was in his house and I just closed the laptop once they were ordered and he's like, well done. And I was like, that was, I was, I was like, I'm doing like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is not going to take off. Like, what am I doing? And I was so overwhelmed. So I feel like it might be just just taking that step and just going for it. It's kind of just the same thing as starting the actual business. Yeah. Taking that step and going for it. And I suppose, yeah, I kind of just trust my gut now. Once it tells me, right, go for it. I'm just going to listen to it because it's led me to this point up to, up to now. Yeah. And that's great that you've yeah. taken that from the last year. Yeah. And I suppose the learnings from probably going to like therapy and doing your Absolutely. own work inward is that trust in yourself and trust in your gut that's yeah. one thing that you said to me actually on when we had a call was mm. about trust in your gut yeah um because I think it's so important when you're an entrepreneur is that like yeah when is the right time to do yeah. anything 
Yeah. And it comes down to like self-belief. Yeah. So if you don't mind, talk to me a little bit about self-belief as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, because one thing that you had said to me as well at the start of our conversation was that, you know, you were like, oh, well, all my friends had this life plan and, you know, they were all going out to do this. And I put a business yeah. course down on my yeah. CAO application. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Yeah, you know? I know. Why, why didn't you think it was good enough yeah. to go and do makeup? Yeah, that's it. I know. I think it's just more... I suppose there was just such a, what's the, the word for it? Like, you know, like a thing behind beauty, like, oh, you're stupid if you do that. Like, you know, and I just knew that wasn't the case. Like, it just wasn't. I knew there was so much anatomy and science involved behind it all. Um, and yeah, self-belief just for me, it doesn't come naturally. It do, you, you, I need like it, I need my family and friends around me and like I rely on them so much more than they'll ever know. Um, because they're the ones that get you going like you know make you believe like it, and it's as simple as for me like I'll be feeling like maybe unmotivated one day and want to just oh, put it off procrastinate and oh whatever I've, I've an order list a while long I love getting them out quick but then if you're feeling so deflated in yourself and burnt out that's a huge thing as well when you're working nine to five and the, the side hustle we can get become very burnt out very quickly Um, but it's as simple as someone just mentioning you and their story you know the melts burning in their house when you actually stop and think like people are actually buying these giving them as gifts people are burning them in their homes taking that like you know a few minutes out of your day just to message a small business to say wow love your products thank you so much you know that is like the driving force behind what I do completely mm. I, I just you don't realize how much it means until you get that message you might be feeling really deflated that day but that will turn your whole week around completely yeah and that's like I didn't know you before yeah. before I started to, yeah. b- to buy your products either so it is that's massive like yeah um I know obviously we're both from swords but yeah. I had no idea when I put two and two together I was like Melrose oh Melrose Mel. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you either. And I, yeah. I have a whole stack of them at home. Yeah, like, you know? I know it's amazing. Like it's unreal. Yeah. Like when you actually stop and people are like, oh, your Melrose melts. Like, you know, um, and I think it's, yeah, self-belief for me, just I suppose it comes from the people behind me. Like it's people telling you, you can do this. Mm. You know, take a minute, put on some Lizzo and blare it yeah. and believe it. Like <laughs> just, that. you know, just go for it. Um, and it's just little things for me just to stop that most catastrophizing that I do in my mm. head I have learned and it was so interesting listening to Mark Donnelly speak about he does a little click or he does a clap I do the same thing so wow. if I get like that thought in my head that's completely negative and pushing me off course I'll do a little clap and go nope stop Blair Beyonce Blair Lizzo do something that just takes my mind off it to just stop that in its track before it even manifests into something bigger um, so yeah just those little things that's great that's really good advice as well and yeah. good to know that you both yeah. do, the, the, do similar the things the minute that's he really said that so I was like I do that too yeah. Um, but yeah, just to catch the thought absolutely yeah our thoughts are just what we become and I've only started yeah. journaling recently and it's all about positivity and writing down and like your gratitude like what are you grateful for writing down things and hopefully like the end goal is to you know make that a part of my life so I'm not thinking and focusing on the negatives and what mm-hmm. I don't have I'm grateful for what I have and what I have now yeah and um, that's really important as well yeah and this is going to sound so horrible but um only the other day I was talking to my partner and I was like oh I'm so poor and he was like Neve, you're not poor no. yeah like that and um when I stood stood back and yeah. I thought about it I was like how embarrassing for me like 
saying I'm so poor like that's horrific like yeah, when you I think know. about what's going on in the world yeah. right now oh, and like yeah. what happened with the migrants there during the week yeah. like it's just yeah. awful I was like oh my god I'm not like yeah. I'm mortified for myself for saying yeah. that out loud yeah it's so you easy know? just to I suppose yeah we get fixated on things that we don't mm. have because we live in a social media world we're looking at people sharing their highlight reels non-stop and like it's just that comparison comparing yourself to other people like it's just it, it's one of those things that I've had to just tell myself like it's not real life that's not real following people that like you know wouldn't like completely motivate you and that actually like inspire you that's really important as well yeah um, and things like this listening to podcasts like this like about with behind the message behind like you know looking after you yeah and looking after yourself as well and as long as well as you know furthering your dreams and reaching those goals like completely yeah, yeah. And tell me, I love the story about the therapist. Oh, yeah. Oh, stop. It's so cute. Like thinking back on it, I'm so glad we touched on that because like they were such a huge part of me, you know, I suppose accepting what what I've gone through and understanding and being able to, you know, learn those coping mechanisms, I suppose, you know, if I am feeling anxious, I understand that like, you know, it's not my fault, like, you know. And be gentle with yourself. They were the person that was like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, there's yeah, nothing. It's normal. It's, it's a completely normal thing. And to, to just not be afraid to accept this for what it is. But the, because Melrose Melts was spoken in that room, like it, was, like it wasn't even called Melrose Melts at that point. Um, and I just said to my mom last Christmas, so it was nearly this time last year. I said, um, I really want to send a gift to say thank you because... I'm like at this point now, like I was handing them a, a bag of clamshell wax melts. Like they are nothing like my branding now. We're gone down the eco-friendly route and everything. Um, I just wanted to just, you know, show thanks for that, for what they've done for me. And so I sent them the box and a little card. And I just literally said, um, this was the first time I ever spoke this into existence was in this room. Um, this is just to say thank you. And look at how it worked out. And they sent me a lovely text and just said, like, you know, there's sometimes you never hear from people again. And like, you don't know how they are and you still worry, you know, about how they are and if they're OK. He said, this has completely made my Christmas. So thank you. Like, and it was just so nice to be able to so do that. Lovely. Um, but yeah, it's all about being kind, I suppose. I'm all about being kind and just thinking of others um, for what they've done for me, being able to do something nice back, you know. Yeah, it's so lovely. It's, yeah. It is so lovely. And when you think of a therapist, like, yeah. I'm sure they do. You know, when you stop going yeah. to therapy, I'm sure they do kind of sit there and be like, I wonder how that person yeah. is getting on. Yeah, you know? it's a natural human response. Like, you know, yeah. if someone's made such a difference in my life, you know, that way I need to make sure that they're aware that they're the reason why I am able to cope with this now. Do you know mm. that way and understand what it is? Yeah. And tell me now what is the future, like obviously I'm not going to say what's the future for Melrose Melts because yeah. obviously the end goal is for you to do it full time. Yeah. Um. What, I suppose, what direction is it taking now? Yeah. Because you did say to me, hopefully that's going to be soon. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're going at it full time. Yeah. So hopefully. So like, I suppose we're kind of in my personal life, we're kind of meeting brokers now for the mortgage and starting all that process now, which is really exciting. And it's kind of, it's been a long road to get to this point. Um, so yeah, hopefully when we, we sign, I suppose, the mortgage, um, the loan, we can then look at maybe, you know, when we get on our feet with that 
we can look and see where we're at with, with Melrose. And so, self-employed yeah, properly. Yeah, self-employed like. properly again and taking that plunge. So that's all really exciting for me. And then within the year, we've two different stockists as well, which is just yeah, you something. Yeah, yeah, I saw that you were in two different shops yeah, now. That is just that's completely amazing. floored me when that happened because I just was not accept, like expecting that at all to begin with I thought this was just going to be really small like a something you know t- like it is still small we're not a huge company but it's just like I never thought it could actually be that you know I was always I always walk past like the likes of Avoca or the Kilkenny shop and I'm like oh imagine that you know and my sister bought me a little gold book when I at Christmas gone and she wrote in it start driving because I was like 27 still not driving <laughs> and um just said um get into the Kilkenny shop you know that way and it's just like it's still in my little head you know that like maybe one day that could happen like an affirmation yeah exactly Mm. and then just believing that that can happen as well and but it's the small goals that you make every day you know the days that you don't want to even bother you know you just want to sit and watch Netflix it's so easy as well in the winter time now to just curl up in a ball and you know chill but um, just doing those little things just setting little daily goals for yourself to get to that point so we're hoping that we can launch our candles in the new year. So they're nearly ready. Um, yeah, again, I'm just such a perfectionist and it's probably why things are quite quite slow in that sense, you know, developing more different things. But yeah, hopefully the end goal would be just a, a wider range of melts, candles, room, home fragrance, you know, that way and being Amazing. able to... Yeah, sell that. I'll have stock. the whole collection. <laughs> you can get in shares next. Oh, I know. Um, so what advice would you give to someone setting up? Because like the reason I wanted to have you on here as well is because most people obviously that I've had on so far have left their nine to five or have yeah. left their full time job yeah. and have pursued the business full time. And obviously that's your plan. Yeah. But um I suppose what advice would you give to someone starting off? Now yeah. that was really good good advice there as yeah. in writing down your goals yeah. and all that and the self-belief part, part of things. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I, yeah, I suppose for me the biggest thing was, yeah, like I was catastrophizing these things like overthinking like, oh, what if they're really, really bad and this just fails? But you just can't have that mindset um, like that. Making your small little to-do list every day, write down little things that can help you towards that main goal. Write out your goals that you want to achieve. And I think writing them down nearly makes it a thing in your head. Like, OK, I'll actually do that now. I wrote that down. I've spoke that. Like, I suppose you wrote it into existence. You're, you've kind of acknowledged the thought in your head and then make those small little attainable goals every day. It doesn't have to be buy all the wax and all the fragrance oils and all the containers in the world today do one little thing at a time you know because they are big tasks they're not easy things but it all comes down like ordering the stickers yeah like that and like that's it seems now looking back on that I can laugh about it because at the time that was the biggest thing in my head but now it's it was like nothing but I, I still acknowledged that was part of it you know because that was such a huge thing at the time to me you know now whereas now with the more experience we get and the more we learn you know, we're developing and we're going to get better with, with, with time. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to it's going to keep improving. Um, so, yeah, making those little goals and taking the time for yourself. If that's even just, you know, chatting with friends like my friends, like, oh, how's Melrose? It's like the first thing they ask. And it's just like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm drained or oh, my God, I'm very, you know, burnt out. And they're like, Olivia, this is really cool. Like, you know, and you just need that, I suppose, boost of, I suppose, motivation to just keep going. Yeah. Um, those little things like they, you know, you know, if you've ever kind of put off like, oh, I'm really busy. I'm sorry, I can't meet. 
But you know, when you actually eventually go and meet, you're like, I feel so much better. I actually feel so good. Like have those people around you, you know, and, and you know, sp- speak to people, talk to people, reach out to different businesses. Yeah. You know, to have those little allies is, is, is really important as well. Yeah, I think that's so important about the support network yeah. because... I am a horrific friend like no one yeah. no one would want to be my friend because Stop. I'm terrible for it like I have a great support network of, of friends and I know who they are because yeah. like I, I might not see them for a month but yeah. then when I do meet them it's like oh my god yeah, of course you know um of but yeah no that's that's solid advice yeah definitely solid definitely um do you want to leave your handle? Yeah, of course. You'll probably get mad busy now. Oh, stop. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, yeah, no, we're at Melrose Melt on Instagram. Um, we have a little TikTok. I'm not as great on that at the moment. But um, yeah, Melrose Melt on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's us. And if you ever, if you want questions or if you need any kind of, you know, I suppose little recommendations just message I'll always message people back I never kind of leave them hanging I, I do read all the DMs they're really important to me and all the comments as well yeah because your customers are your business yes well. absolutely and they yeah they're so important to us they really are you're better at me than TikTok I'm not even oh, on it yet stop. yeah it's brilliant it's I love it fine. I hate even going on oh, stories honestly like two hours <laughs> of my life gone I'm like oh I was just on TikTok like you know it's so easy just to get sucked into it but you learn so much on TikTok as well which is great yeah yeah Well, thanks so much, Olivia, for popping in. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for joining me for episode six. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, don't forget to share it on social media, tagging at Dying for Life podcast and let me know what you think.